0: Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. You hold the fate of Clans Raven and Brandrick in your hands in this moment. The only question is, what will you choose? After a parley with the Queen. Perhaps if it was fate that brought you here,
1: then we will leave the decision to fate. The heroes put aside their misgivings. You have my word, Sansma?
2: Yep. yep, and prepared to confront the king. All right, I'm ready. when you are, I'm spells, ready, men. So, spells, spells, spells,
3: spells, spells.
1: but are they walking into a trap? Open the door. You open the door? Open the door. The adventure continues We're back, baby. We're
2: back, baby
1: <laughs> now.
4: Doesn't look like there'll be any easing back into this podcast. No dipping your baby toe into a nice warm pool. Little little role play for a few eps. Maybe some some, uh, spending gold to upgrade your gear. And then uh, five or six eps in, uh, get to a possible gigantic life-changing encounter. (laughs) Not on this show. No, no, no. In this show, we take... Roughly nine months
3: off, immediately <laughs> before the hardest fight in the history of the network.
4: That's an accurate statement. That's, uh, it's technically accurate. I mean, who knows what the dice are going to do? Who knows if you're going to even get in a fight? Who knows what is behind this door? I yep. really want the option to not get in a fight to be possible.
5: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really
4: it? want it to be possible, but I feel like... No matter what we say or do, you're just going to be like, no, we're all furnished. Well, if, if Tytarian is behind that door, remember, it was Nestor who said, like, uh, we just want to negotiate. And she looked him right in the eye and was like, there is no negotiating with King Tytarian. Not for you folks. Not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe he's not behind that door. Maybe you open the door and it's just a, a lovely salon.
0: Okay, but it's like,
1: would you like to get your hair cut? It's
0: just a bunch of giants <laughs> Oh, See, I thought you meant like a salon, like a literary salon Yeah, like, like you're sitting 19th around, century <laughs> Sitting around on chaise lounges and settees Discussing uh, everyone's new poetry yeah. well, well, I disagree
6: with Hegel on his primary points I do believe his overall thesis has merit <laughs> Is the salon the same as a solar? No, a solar
4: is a, solar. a divine being no, but like yeah, the thing level. is like uh, he'll be resting in the solar.
6: No, no, that's just a room in a nice house that has sun. Like it's like a glassed-out patio type of thing. It's know. not the salon. No, the could sal- a
4: salon be a in a, a solar? solar? Yeah.
6: Yes.
5: Yes. But not all solars. Are you could have a salon in a solar. But yeah, but a a solar is not necessarily a salon or vice versa.
0: I imagine that would be a selling point.
5: Like, tonight's salon will be
0: in in a solar.
2: (laughs) Oh,
5: (laughs) they
0: must be rich. (laughs) Yeah,
2: (laughs) (laughs)
3: Untold wealth to have both. (laughs) For a long time in this office, I felt like we were recording in a solar. Uh, Uh, yeah the way the sun pierces through the windows and blinds you to the point of being unable to see your own computer
4: yeah the one thing uh that actually happened while we were gone is uh we had curtains installed um and they look great not that we'll ever record a live stream in here again uh, but man it's nice to be able to block out that sun how many years is it to get to the curtains
3: uh two <laughs> yeah two two and a half years uh, well two to start planning it it is staggering the curtain situation like it is the most natural one of office planning, execution <laughs> situations, because we did all this stuff without curtains and then it got so complicated to get curtains because we had to move so much stuff to get them up there. Yeah, because the set's then, already built. Right, but then we <laughs> were just so eager to like get the, the a- A&A stream up and running right. that we were like, oh, well, it doesn't matter in the winter because the sun's down by the time we go live anyway, but this is going to be a problem come daylight savings time. we'll just roll with it we'll figure it out we got time and then it was like okay well now this is actually imminent we have to figure it out and as soon as we figured it out and it was like it was daylight savings was like the next week right and the pandemic hit and like there was no and we had bought everything and nothing got installed for eight months while we had already paid for it. Yeah,
5: it was in like March. You were like, oh, do you want to come in and, and with me and with the, with the, with the, with the builders and, wh- and help them put up the curtains? And I was like, I don't know if I'm really comfortable in the, the cusp of a global pandemic, like sitting in close circumstances with three strangers and you. right?" And then joke was on me as I got coronavirus in two weeks. <laughs> right. And none of them got it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we canceled and then they
3: finally got it done. Like, uh, obviously, a matter of weeks before Daylight Savings was over. And we wouldn't have needed it anyway.
4: (laughs) Yeah. And
3: they look great. They do look great. Now they're all open.
4: And they'll be... It'll be useless for a long time.
3: By the time we come back in
6: again in 2021, they will all have fallen off. (laughs) That does tend to happen in here. Uh. Were you never particular about the color? Because when we installed the sound paneling in here, boy, there was discussion of swatches and panels. I felt like I was choosing my first (laughs) sofa with my wife. Yeah, uh,
4: no, no, I, I was asked about the colors and I really didn't overthink it. I was like, black is fine. Black is fine. I, the ones I wanted to get were like $45,000. <laughs> so I was <laughs> yeah. like, once I realized I couldn't get those, I was like, all oh, right, black. Troy was like, all right, here's what we could Here's what I want to do: bop, bop, skip it a doop,
3: and then a little skip it up, and then a little of this, and then scoop, doop, doop. And I'm like, go through this like calculator, and I'm like, that's nine thousand dollars per window. <laughs> He's like, all right, black's fine,
0: <laughs> just black. Uh, do you have expensive taste?
3: For
4: I do, uh, but you know, I, I, I've always had expensive taste with a champagne wallet, and a, but I hate spending money at the same time. So it's champagne very, taste with a beer wallet. Champagne, champagne taste with, with a beer. beer what
0: I say? Beer taste with champagne beer? wallet. I was like, champagne. Whoa. <laughs> Well,
4: uh, I've been
2: saving up. Um, she does live in Westchester.
0: <laughs> That's the
4: best Chester I hear. <laughs>
3: How are the afternoons in the salon?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I moved it into my salon. Wait, not a place Not a place. Now it just doesn't work. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, I do have expensive taste, but I don't like spending money, so I just like think about things that I would like and never get them. Uh, <laughs>
0: Amazing he says presiding over his wormwood tray.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That was a gift from my
1: wife! (laughs)
0: And I complain about it constantly. I mean, maybe it's good that you don't actually buy them because you do tend to complain about all of your things.
4: Uh, you know, my wife says I've been doing this a lot more lately. I have a uh, an opinion about everything. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, Troy, that's not new. <laughs> but like everything. I can't eat an apple being like, that apple was terrible. <laughs> She's like, can't you just eat it? Like, it's just an apple. I'm like, if you didn't like it, just be like, it's over. And I'm like, that apple was terrible. Throw them all out. Like, I don't know why. Maybe it's like. Cut down the (laughs)
5: tree. Never (laughs) eat an apple again. But I think when you get older, you just have less tolerance. And I already had low tolerance to begin with. That's the thing. It's like, that's why old people tend towards the grumpy side. Like, you've had an experience of being ill for, you know, an extended period of time and yeah. firm, you can't do all the things that you normally could do to make you happy or relieve stress. And so I think that's what happens is you start taking it out on everything. <laughs> and that's what happens to old people. Because oh, their bodies start to break down and like they just they can't golf or go swing dancing or you know. What amazing <laughs> or, examples. Or parachute into Normandy or whatever they did in their youth. And then they just get mad at everything. <laughs> Troy
6: showed this elderly charm to me yesterday. Uh, Matthew saw me for the first time and was like, Grant, you look great. And then Troy walked by and went like, "You look sick. <laughs> <laughs> you look sick." It was like that.
3: It, it was that, quite, that. There was fast. seconds between. <laughs> each. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Troy also didn't like wait for a comment. He just said it and walked right by Grant.
1: <laughs> it was the meanest,
3: cruellest thing to do to somebody who's worked so hard to lose weight. <laughs> oh, and then also, like, what's your secret? You overdid it. we were yeah.
6: <laughs> We were moving some things around and Joe was like, we have two people here normally because this side's heavier and we have one person here because it's lighter. Why don't you get that side, Grant, since you lost all your strength?
3: <laughs> I did say I was that. like, come
6: that. on. <laughs> it rubs off. Um,
0: Sometimes I think about <laughs> what would the state of my mind be if I had never met any of you?
5: Weird. Much healthier, I think. Yeah, probably. Probably, probably generally happier. Yeah. But.
0: but you'd probably be more gullible about all the horrible people in the world. Yeah. I like to. <laughs> First of all, I appreciate you admitting that you're all horrible horrible people. (laughs) Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Second of all, (laughs) you're not the first horrible people I've ever met. Yes. That's that's true. You went to college in
5: New York City. But you spend more time with us, though. I think you uh, you probably avoided. You'd say, oh, that's a horrible person. I won't spend much time with them. But now you're forced to spend time with a group of horrible people. And
6: I only say this because they listen, but you've said a lot of nasty things about your in-laws. (laughs)
5: <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Oh, I saw. He just and wiped the <laughs> sweat off of his brow <laughs> And all
0: of them, on air. Right.
4: Right. Right. The of them on air I was looking at old pictures Of like the first uh, Glass Cannon Live Back when it was GCP Live And Matthew has aged the most Out of all of us And it's only because of hanging out with us no. yeah, I lost a lot of hair because <laughs> of you You look like a youthful boy of 13 <laughs> At the Geekery HQ The
3: Geekery <laughs> HQ Basically uh, I want to uh, take a quick second to. No! Uh, this is my little. Give me a little. <laughs> give me a little community corner for a second, because we were gone for so long. We got so much stuff sent while we were Ooh, gone. Skid, r- give
4: me that uh, community corner drop for, for Joe. <laughs>
5: Okay. Yeah. it's it's tricky to go through all the stuff that we got. There's so many. Yeah,
3: that's, that's, so that's so a transition. Very good right there. transition. Good <laughs> yeah. transition. Yeah, we got so much stuff. And thank you to everybody that sent us this stuff. I mean, we got uh, we got cigar box, dice rolling trays, we got masks, we books, got books. We got it just amazing. No beer stuff. though. No no uh, no,
5: no craft beer. beer. Cookies. We got cookies.
0: We got cookies. We got cookies. I cookies. I, think
3: I was just gonna say it was probably wise to not send beer because you didn't know when we'd be here. It would spoil. Yeah, yeah but, but then people sent cookies. Right. <laughs> right. All right Right. Well beer would
4: be better than cookies, I guess. The cookies were walking out the door when they came in there. <laughs> <laughs> They got mad when
5: we walked in on them. <laughs> this is our studio now.
6: <laughs> I thought they installed the curtains.
1: <laughs> Bow to King Snickerdoodle.
3: <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to highlight one real quick uh, that jumped out to me. Uh, uh, a young man named Theo, Hi, Theo. Uh, living in Alfred Station, New York, who is 12 years old Oh, oh. and listens to our podcast in the car with his dad. Oh. Loves playing role-playing games. And it really jumped out to me because that is when I was at my of loving role playing games, I was twelve years old. It was my favorite thing to do with my friends. It was the absolute best. And uh, Theo just started playing and getting wow. into it. He got the D anD D five e starter set for his birthday and was very excited. Troy. Be
4: nice. Uh, he's 12. I already stopped my Theo Huxtable jokes. I was.
3: Gonna make. <laughs> oh dear. Yeah. Yeah. That wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Uh, anyway, he says, uh, I, I love your podcast. I think it's hilarious though. You shouldn't swear so much. Uh, that's it. Me. That's it. Me specifically. Yeah. Uh, not at you guys. Uh, he says my favorite was Lork the Orc and I wish Feyraz's revive spell worked on him. I also like Baron who is a kick butt gunslinger. Oh, <laughs>
5: wow.
3: that's what they say. About and, and then this <laughs> is my favorite part. Well, Two favorite parts. I recently had a dream where I gave you, talking to me, a 20 sided die where there was another 20 instead of a one. So it was a 10% chance of a crit wow. instead of a five. What a great chance. gift. That's, That's an amazing die. Way better die than the ones yeah. I have. Uh,
4: it's a third party die.
3: And then he finishes <laughs> off with probably the best last line I've ever gotten in a letter here. I hope you rip out all the Storm Tyrant's teeth for killing Lork.
6: <laughs> <laughs> well done well, Theo. Well done. And Thank you, you Theo. to Theo's dad oh, uh, who
3: said he properly gatekeeps which episodes he listens to. <laughs> <laughs> progressive dad yeah, yeah. he said like,
0: very lax in the car
3: yeah, yeah. To, to quote his dad chris some of that ergothoa bs would have prompted questions i was not prepared to answer. <laughs> <laughs> so great letter guys thank you theo and chris so much and thank you to everybody yeah, that us stuff, stuff while we, we were in. gone
4: thank yeah. you everybody yes thank you we, it, was, it was like christmas morning uh, when we walked in <laughs> Uh, Let's talk about this show that we're doing here. Obviously, we jumped right back into the fire, and uh, it's happening here. Uh, You know that uh, big stuff's about to go down, and when big stuff tends to go down in this show, uh, fortune does not favor the PCs in the past. Uh, Let's look back at uh, the Earth fight, for example. Della, I'm a god. Uh, the Skircatla fight, Pembroke, Raza. God, and now whatever's behind this door, one of these doors is going to lead to the king. Let's talk about uh, level of fears, level of nervousness. What are you thinking going in? Uh, you have the floor.
5: I'm, I'm definitely scared. I just think over this break, I was just been talking with people, like doing on Twitch streams and everything about. the characters that i've lost especially pembroke like i really miss pembroke and that's really brought been brought home over over this break and so that's all i've been thinking about is the character like galabras and pembroke and everything that i've that i've lost that we've all lost and all you know lork and and della and and everybody else and so i just i i'm with the mindset that whenever we go into one of these fights now one of us is going to die i'm just i'm convinced of it now yeah
4: yeah, it's, it's tough. It's, uh, I, I told you guys in my notes to you over the past couple of days before we were gearing up, my main note was like, role play like it's the last episode your character will ever be in. Because you may not get that chance for that story note that you wanted. Uh, and that's a bummer, especially this late into the game. But however, as we near the end of this story, people are going to die. This story is going to come to a close. It it has a much more George R. R. Martin feel than uh, you know a Marvel movie. Like people are going to drop. Baron, you have outlived them all. Where is your level of fear at?
6: When you live your life by a code, you treat people fairly, except for the widows of the recently deceased. (laughs) (laughs) And you gain peace with God. You walk without fear. That being said, I'm a little scared of this battle. <laughs> <laughs> well said. <laughs> you walk without fear.
3: Yeah, I'm I'm afraid as well. Uh, I, I think that my character fear is not very high. I don't think Dahlgraith is terribly afraid. I think he'll, he thinks he'll figure out a way. But personally, um, yeah, I'm just afraid for the story, uh, how this would all go down, how mm-hmm. vulnerable Baron is, how vulnerable Nestor is, and how vulnerable Metra is, and how vulnerable Dahlgrave is when they're exposed. It's mm-hmm. it's a really really dangerous situation and Dalgraith, uh I'll tell you, I, I think of it very, very tactically. I think we're going to have a fight I don't know how fair the fight's going to be, if it really is going to be a stand-up duel sort of fight, but in any case, uh, if there is a problem with initiative roles, and Dahlgrave can't go invisible fast enough. Uh, there's real, real... Pro- I mean, he'll he'll be useless in the fight, and then, like, such an easy target. Now, even if he is invisible, he has to be so close to a giant. And I don't... I'm just assuming that the king of the giants, the king of the, the fire giants, is going to be the, the single most uh, insane creature that he's ever fought. And... I, I, you know, I talk a lot about this to um, Adam from Order of the Amber Die, who ran Giant Slayer, talked a great deal about Giant Slayer and had a TPK late in Giant Slayer. And I don't know exactly where and I don't know all the details. But one of the things that he mentions tactically is that you can't just you can't be next to a giant when they start a full round attack. Like even at full <laughs> yeah. health, yeah. you are at risk of permanent death mm-hmm. if you are just even next to them. That's how brutal they are. So it really, and this is the one thing I like about it, and why I do have a little bit less fear, is because it really is the roll of the dice. Yeah, uh, it really. I mean, if they crit, if they uh, hit every attack in a round, I mean, you know, you're just, you're just done. I think I'm more scared about Baron than anything else. To be honest, though,
6: can we also point out because sometimes we gloss over. Mechanics and why things are the way they are since we've been at this for over 250 episodes, the reason why a crit from a giant is so dangerous is because their strength bonus is so insanely high. And once you have a two-handed weapon and someone with that strength high, you're 1.5 times that bonus to the damage. And when they crit on that and multiply just the bonus damage Mm -hmm. to their hit... That is a lot of HP. And on top of that, they usually, you know, if they're bosses, like we assume this is, they have really sweet weapons too that have other debilitating things.
4: Throw on power attack. Right. And sometimes it's a plus 42 to damage. That crit, that's plus 84 damage plus the base damage of the weapon. And that's if it's double. (laughs) So if you have a frost giant
3: who's wielding a great axe, it's triple. If you have a great sword wielding fire giant, it's only double but the crit range is doubled. <laughs> right. So a 19 or a 20 is going to crit. So yeah, it's it's very very deadly and very basically uh, everything could be fine and in a heartbeat somebody could be dead. That's mm-hmm. the way I think yeah. of this combat.
4: I wonder, you know, if and when this fight takes place and whatever uh, way it actually happens, if it's going to be a long fight or a quick fight. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to play out I, i'm i'm i think i'm as scared as you guys because i want a great episode i, I I've, I've tried to like remove my emotional attachment to my monsters because it makes a lot easier to gm when I do that. But I want to make sure it's a great episode while staying within the realm of leaving fate to the dice. Um, How do you not have an emotional attachment to your monsters, though? It, it, you got to play them
3: with passion.
4: Yes. With heart. You can do that. You know what I mean? You can do that without having an emotional attachment to them. You can do them their justice, but not. And uh, then let them go. And let them go. Mm-hmm. The director, I think I've said this on the show before, is like, hold on tightly, let go lightly.
5: I yeah. uh, used to say, uh, if Robert you love Lager. a monster, let it go. It will, if it will always find its way back to you, and then you know it was meant to be, right? Um,
0: um, I haven't heard you say refer to them as my monsters since the Greon fight. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, don't you jinx uh, me like that, man?
4: <laughs> oh, 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 if this is the Gorean fight. Well, it'll be entertaining, I
0: guess. <laughs> but you, I, I remember very specifically you saying my monsters are my Gorean, and then in that episode, but I don't think I've heard you say it at all in any of our games. Wow!
6: Since. Wow! Good point. Can I also say I think we've kind of talked about this uh and maybe even directly and not obliquely uh i'm afraid of one of us forgetting about a killer feature of one of our characters <laughs> or a magical yeah, that's item. why
5: i was studying mine um, yesterday to just to make sure because i was so scared but know i'll talk about <laughs> tactics too a little bit i think nestor would actually say this before we go in there no, i just want to make sure we should focus fire on a weaker foes get them out of the way as early as we can and get them out of the way, and then we can focus on the big man, whoever it is. That's mm. what I think, going in. We can change it on the fly, but going in, that's what I say.
0: Mm. If anything goes wrong, Metro whispers to the others, make sure you're close to me. Mm. If we walk into a trap, stay close to me. Mm. <sighs> you
4: know, I, we had a long break after the uh, Queen Kviksia fight, before 252 and then recording 253. And I didn't say this last week, but when I left that episode and drove home, I was like upset. I was upset because you guys just manhandled her like you did many of the encounters in book five. And I think that's part high level play, uh, part, uh, you know, the way I GM and, and the way you guys approached, um, you know, Ash Peak. But I really wanted the queen to be a little more badass, but Nestor walked in and crit and then Baron did a crit. And it was just like, I had no chance. And so I was bummed out about that. I don't want to be bummed. If you guys go in and mash the, whatever the final fight of this book is going to be. Um, and and a lot of that is on me, but I'm not going to start adding on hundreds of hit points just to make a fight go longer or bumping up ACs out of nowhere. Like I, I, that's just not the way I play. So I just, I hope that whatever happens, it's a, it's a great fight. And, uh, Whatever is meant to be, is meant to be. Uh, before you jump in, though, I, yeah. I would say
3: that
2: Dograith also tactically would, would uh, mention that once he's on a creature, if you, if you know he's latched on, especially you, Baron, seeing invisibility and all, make sure you don't spend all your time just killing the creature I'm already on. I can do a massive amount of damage to it, but if you kill it, then I'm wasted trying to, to get to the next creature. So focus your fire on someone else if it seems like i could take them out and around That's something to think about talk to me about the
4: buffs you guys have again I, I had you send me an email today um let me see if i have these all so everyone has protection from energy fire which give everyone 120 points of uh, Fire damage that they can absorb without taking any uh, hits, right? You might want to just have a little crib sheet next to you uh, so you can mark down any time you take fire damage, if you do. It's on Hero level. Yeah, uh, Oh, it is? Great. Yep. Um, protection from evil, which gives you a, a boost to your AC against evil creatures. Uh, you can't be touched by summoned creatures. And what's the one other thing you get? Saves. saves. Boosted saves, okay. Uh, Metra has mirror image with eight images, so there's nine Metras. That's obviously going to help Metra a lot, but... You wonder, will that mean everyone else will be the focus of the fire? Nestor has invisibility, um, and then Baron has weapon of awe and long shot. Uh, long shot doubles your uh, range of your gun from...
6: No? Adds 10 feet to it. Oh. So I am at a disadvantage compared to when Lawbringer was my gun. Mm. Now that I'm back on Della, amplified as it may be with the uh, Spider, um, I have a range of only 30 feet, which is, again... To echo the Order of the Amber Die folks, Joe was referencing earlier, a huge difference in a fight with the Giant to be able to be 30 feet versus 40 feet away and hit against Touch AC. For
4: sure. And especially if you want to get up close and deadly, it just changes what you have to do tactically. And Weapon of
6: Awe, uh, what does that do? Weapon of Awe is going to give me plus two sacred damage, I believe, on all of my attacks. Uh, The other spell I tried to cast last week was Wrath, which requires you to select a target in order for it to have effect. Um yes, weapon of all transforms a single weapon into an awe-inspiring instrument it wasn't before. Um the weapon gains <laughs> a +2 sacred bonus on damage rolls and if the weapon scores a critical hit, the target of that critical becomes shaken for one round with no saving throw. No. Wow. Saving
4: yeah. throw. Let's get down to business here. I'm going to go ahead and
6: uh, reveal
4: what is on the other side of this door, and then we're going to have a little chat. Aboard. You mean us or the characters? Let's see what happens. <laughs> okay. First of all, a reveal and uh, maybe a reaction from the group.
6: Ooh oh, Whoa. Oh,
2: boy. That's oh, a lot of giants. You
3: know, it's, I'm not too surprised. I was thinking, if it, I imagined this. A long table with a bunch of giants sitting at it fancy dinner, and in order to have that for giants, the room would have to be enormous to have a a long table uh, with a dozen
4: giants sitting at it. You open the door to yet another massive cavern that seems to have been created by a, a river of magma long ago that drained and cooled, leaving a long broad tunnel of rippled stone you see several giant-sized stone tables lined up in a row, running the whole length of the chamber. At the far end is an enormous throne decorated with armored skulls, weapons, flames, dragons. Beyond the tables, against the far back wall, you see two more regal-looking thrones, grand seats decorated with gems and gold inlays. Beside those thrones in the back stands a pedestal, bathed in flames, illuminated by flames, which seems to be holding some sort of weapon in it. (laughs) Seated around the table are several different giants, as well as some other strange creatures. You see uh, two frost giants, two fire giants, a hill giant, a pair of those temple priests you've already run a file of. A cobalt-skinned female fire giant with fiery hair and a huge pair of red wings sitting next to the queen on the far left side of the table. Wow. A handful of bronze-skinned creatures your size with a flaming mane of hair surrounding their heads, sitting on dwarven chairs atop a platform so that they can be eye-level with everyone else at the table. A, A show of respect, no doubt, for these visitors. Oh! And an enormous, muscular, demonic-looking creature. <laughs> Standing around the table are three fire giants. You see two on each side, one in the back. They look like royal guards. Resplendent in far fancier armor than you've seen thus far on the fire giants that you mashed throughout Ash Peak. So Nutrog is here. <laughs> I had no doubt
3: whatsoever when you had the queen say, well, it's usually two or three, that there were three.
4: I was like, <laughs> can you just say there's three? <laughs> can you just say there's three? Like, what are you going to say, two or three? Uh, it actually does depend. Sometimes he has two, sometimes he has three. Oh, all right. Yeah. You win this round. <laughs> yeah, gotcha. <laughs> uh, what else is in this room? Oh, let's talk about the person sitting at the head of the table. Sitting at the head of the table on the opposite side from where you're standing is an awe-inspiring incredibly regal looking fire giant head ablaze with a crown atop his head. You know, let me just go through what some of these creatures look like with the old roll twenty shift Z. I'll start with uh, the queen again, just because it's always fun to see her. Um, <coughs> love this image, so badass, it's really cool, really great. S- sitting next to her, uh, that's what the uh, yeah, cobalt skin. That's then, uh, the daughter. Got to be the daughter, right? Ah, look at that long tail. H-2-ken. H-2-ken. Wings. She's got wings and golden armor and <laughs> fire giant. Uh, a female fire giant.
5: Whoa. What, what is whoa, that? She's got a pair of curved <laughs> oh, spiked shields. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. No. It's spiked
4: shields. <laughs> wow. Uh, then you see um, a uh, frost giant. Well, that's cool art. Female. That is, that is cool art. Across the table, a male frost giant. Yeah. Classic.
5: Yeah. Uh, check I out saw this. a
4: lot of those in Guard. Whoa! Whoa. whoa. Check out that hill giant. Isn't that great? That wow. is great. I mean, a hill
3: giant. To be in this room, yeah, it's got Must be the most respected, respected giant hill giant in
5: the history of hill giants. Doesn't she look like an opera singer? Yeah. She does. <laughs> she looks Wagnerian. <laughs>
4: uh, and then, of course, the priest that you've already uh, had to deal with. Let's go to the other side of the table. I showed you the male frost giant. Uh, let's start with these creatures that are uh, your size. Yeah, aren't, aren't they fire
5: dwarves cool? or They're something? Ripped. What?
0: Um, Got fiery hammers.
4: One looks like that. Whoa!
5: whoa. Aren't those
4: cool? Um, And then here is that giant-looking demon creature I was talking about. He uh, (laughs) he
5: he worries me. It looks like Tim Curry in Legend. Oh yeah, (laughs) does. does. Or Dave Grohl in that uh, Tenacious
4: D video. Oh yeah. (laughs) Uh, And then let's take a look—a little zoom-in look at the king. That, oh, that axe seems like it's cause for alarm. Yep. Um I don't mean to correct you, Matthew, but that is a halberd. Oh. oh my uh, God, he's
3: got reach uh, beyond the normal uh, reach. Boy.
4: It's uh, it's nasty. I mean, is that art not just phenomenal? Really
3: good, really scary. Yeah, I mean, to give you some perspective, the the the, the blade of the halberd, which is less than half the weapon, the blade of the halberd is, is the size of a Toyota Highlander. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> size of an SUV. <laughs> it's enormous! Uh,
4: the, the artist who did all of the main monsters and cover art and a lot of the inset art for Giant Slayer, a guy by the name of, and I'm probably butchering uh, his name, uh, I need to ask. Uh, Dave Smith. Uh, Jesper Sing. I'm, t- I'm definitely butchering yes, the, the last yes, name. E-J-S-I-N-G. The guy is phenomenal. And this is the the kind of work that he does. He did Grenzeldeck, he did Urethage, um all of them. uh that artwork. That's is... the coolest fire giant artwork I've ever seen. It's really,
3: seen really it. good. The way his hair actually looks like it's on fire in a kind of, it's weird to say this, but in a regular way is is really cool. Mm. It's yeah. just glowing
4: all around his face. It's really neat. Absurdly badass. You walk in and they're all eating dinner and they all simultaneously Drop their flatware, clink, 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 and turn their heads towards you. The giant at the end of the table leans back in his chair, dabs at the corner of his mouth with a napkin, and looks at the three of you, of course, since Nestor is invisible, with fire in his eyes. As
1: much as I have the utmost confidence in my defenses here, I'd be lying if I thought we'd never meet. What should I call you, huh? The masters of the mine spins? The scavengers of Skergard? Your reputation most certainly precedes you. He turns to his guests, he says, "Uh, I apologize for this intrusion, but believe me when I say you picked a most opportune time to behold the awesome might of Clan Brandrick in action. If tonight does not convince you of an alliance, then, my most esteemed guests, nothing will for standing before you. Are the murderers of Urafash, High Priest of Mindor Hall, the slayers of Skirkatla, the immortal Yarl, and former queen of the Skirkarling tribe of Frost Giants. These are but a few of their accolades. Unlike the rest of the small folk who will cower and be crushed under the might of the Storm Tyrant's army as it marches across Galerion, these three have breached the very defenses of my great stronghold here at Ashpeak. <clears throat> he slams his fists on the table. I will forgive you that transgression for the opportunity you are providing me here. Who are you really and what do you have to say before we end this once and for
2: all
6: I'm Baron Ashpeak King Tytarian this is Nestor Coyne
2: don't,
5: don't, do Take
4: that back He puts his arm around him <laughs> 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 What are you doing,
5: you he, fucking moron <laughs> <him. He laughs> fucking tracks, <can. laughs> what are you doing I mean, that's just Pointing at dog <laughs> He can the, see invisibility, so it's like he forgets <laughs> He points to the temple priest oh, no, I'm in him <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're, you're doing, point, we right. Had, we had an
6: inside man <laughs> Yeah, we had, That's our fifth columnist over there <laughs> Get him, Nestor, <Mister. laughs> Get him <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I misspoke. Uh, Dalbert Deathbringer and Metronarn are my uh, accompaniment this evening. King Tytarian, I offer you greetings from the small people of the world. As the chief defender and sheriff of Truenau, modern day descendant of the Ash Peak clan, and heir by blood to this mountain, I offer you two options negotiation between our people to work towards a peaceful and auspicious future. <laughs> with our let me finish god damn it (laughs) with our citizens working hand in hand so that all may prosper Mm -hmm. or a gruesome death which we will administer with no pleasure but extreme prejudice i'll have your head on a plate or your signature on a treaty one of those two things will happen today it's your choice bucko Leans back in his chair, folds his arms, looks right at
4: you. You're a mile and a half away at the end of the table. It's like that scene in Batman when Bruce Wayne and Vicki Vale go on a date. It's like, did you you pass this
0: (laughs) off?
1: He's like, Ash Peak. Oh, yes. We know all about you great oracle of the mountain, perhaps the very oracle who spoke to your now-gone people long ago, spoke often to my queen, he looks at Quivixia, of you. I learned early on not to question my wife's devotion, so we prepared for you and your elite fighting team, Ashpeak. Yet here you stand. How fitting for you to return to your ancestral home, the last living Ash Peak, to die where your forebears were wiped out by our kind a generation ago. If only you had arrived at Ash Peak before us, you could have marveled at the dwarven craftsmanship of your ancestors gathered the treasures they left behind and for once in your miserable life perhaps learned who you really are. But we got here first, Dwarf. We destroyed your temples, raised your monuments, used your treasures. To fuel our war effort. And most importantly, took your ancestors' armors and weapons to forge them and make them useful to us. You see that weapon that your hand is struggling to hold as your fate becomes clear to you? We found many like it, deep below the mountain. I had only heard of them in legend, yet now they were in our possession, along with notes and blueprints on how to create them. The storm tyrant was quite pleased when I shared all this with him, and as a token of his appreciation, we were allowed to keep. What we found, which we then melted down, reshaped and forged in fire to ensure Clan
4: Brandrick's dominance
1: forever.
4: From the back of the room, Titarian's captain, most likely, he's dressed differently than the other two, steps forward. He's wearing sick-looking armor. Is this Hagen? Might be Hagen. It's got to be Captain Hagen. Armor looks to be relatively newly forged. He steps over to the pedestal of fire in the back. He doesn't pull out the weapon that you can see from there, but he reaches his hand in and pulls out something else. A giant gun.
5: (laughs) Oh, what?
4: Captain Hagen
1: here appropriately called it World's End. Perhaps we can take... What you've got there from your lifeless hand. Melt it down and give it to my slag
4: giants so that they may add to its power. He snaps his fingers and the fire giant guards start moving the tables out of the way and the guests arrange themselves along the side walls. Titarian stands up, cracks his knuckles and his back and you hear the sound echo throughout the womb throughout the room throughout the room
0: I think that's called a Freudian slip if there ever was one <laughs> uh, he looks over at the two
4: other fire giants that were sitting at the table with him they're now backing up towards the wall and he's like Jervis Odelia you have always served me well
1: though you may wish to do me honor by joining in to this inevitable battle I order you to stay back I'll have a fair fight. Three versus three. Myself, Captain Hagen, and Lieutenant (laughs) Nutfrog.
0: The
4: uh, frost giantess speaks up, also backing towards the wall. My liege, they have a fourth.
1: Great. There is a man standing with a bow trained on you invisible over
4: there a human he snarls and looks in the blank space where Nestor coin is
2: who who says this?
4: the frost giantess
1: ah thank you Myjah I should have known that trickery may have worked elsewhere in Ash Peak but it will fail you here four versus four then Lieutenant (laughs) Slezbog, you're up as well. (laughs) You're in. (laughs) My royal guard versus the four of you. Know this, small folk. I will give your heads to Volstice, but out of respect for your martial prowess, I will return your bodies to the ground. All but the human. They will be eviscerated.
6: Just know this, Tytarian. <laughs>
0: you should see Skid's face.
5: <laughs> what I do? <laughs>
6: Just know this, Tytarian. I may have been by birth given the legacy of this place. In name, I may be an Ash Peak, but I was raised a Red Heart. And I spread the legacy of the Red Hearts to all the small folk who've seen us defeat your people one by one. You talk about giving a great display to these diplomats? We've already let them know that we can beat you. And even if we fall here, the rest of us will fall on you like a grim wave and will take away everything you have ever stolen from us because you can't build shit. (laughs) And you ain't worth more than a pile of it. (laughs) Does anybody else say anything?
3: Yeah, Dogreth will step up.
2: If I may, your grace... It is, uh, as my friend Baron here says, well, and I should say it's all of you, we're just the tip of the spear, the edge of the knife, there's a great weapon building in the world you intend to take over, and we're just one small part of it, we saw your plans, and I'm afraid to tell all of you. The great plans of your volstice, storm-tyrant king and the plans of this king you have here who wants to dominate all of you. They don't have a hope to work, I'm afraid. Ah, kill us if you like. Beat us down. The plan's not going to work. Go ahead, try to tame the orcs of Belkson. I've seen them fight myself stood in the plaza at the great wall, in the great plaza, uh, and an army of them come after me. And here I stand, and plenty of them fell, all against one. Not to mention that they can't uh, organize amongst each other for a moment. Oh, but you see, we got the dragons. We'll bring the dragons along to fly throughout the world and dominate those small folk... Well, I'm happy to tell you that there's just as many good dragons out there as bad. And once you start to escape these mountains, the wizards of the world will bring the good dragons down upon you as well. There is many flaws to your thinking here. It might be better served trying another way. Trying another leader. And he's looking around at, like, all the other side you know uh the, the demon and the
3: smaller fire people that kind of look like dwarves and shit like that um just trying
2: to sow some seeds of distrust uh so i guess uh my point is even if we die and you think oh well we've got the dragons we've got the orcs and now we'll we'll go through into near Mathos and multhoon Perhaps you forgot the Neamathos and Multhune are in a decades-old Cold War, where all they've been doing is raising their armies' caches of weapons, building each other up without actually using any of it. And they'll die by the thousands fighting you, yeah. The tens of thousands, maybe. But they'll never stop fighting, and they'll kill every last one of you. So, either you get a new leader and a new plan... Will you start getting some sense into here and talking to us? Thank you, your grace. <laughs> <Everybody bows. laughs>
0: I speak, Metrus forward, to the others in the room now. The king is right. It is a most auspicious occasion that you are here to witness King Titarian's folly. <laughs> for note that we offered him peaceful terms, and he rejected them outright. And his fate may yet be yours. Does Nisha say anything? <laughs>
5: it's invisible. Yeah. <laughs> now that he's been, his cover's been blown, he's, he's just still just, uh, invisible. <laughs> yeah, it's just i uh, I'll bleed out, you fucking wankers, and fires. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Roll for a Nisha! All right! All right. Uh, <laughs>
6: <laughs>
3: wait a minute. I am more scared now than at the start of the episode. Why? I just am now that it's actually happened. Yeah, I'm like, oh, wait a guy. minute. This is messed. Now, well, now that Nessar can be seen by this frost, whatever.
0: She's not funny. Oh. Well, shit. Yeah. Holy
4: shit. I just rolled three natural 20s in a row oh, for come initiative. Come on.
6: Three natural 20s and a 16! Sense motive. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> a lie.
4: I did three nat 20s with my crystal blue. I was going to go with uh, neon green tonight. But when I walked into the, the studio, I rolled it and a 20 came up. And I was like, don't want to waste it.
3: Oh, man. Well, there it went. <laughs> three <laughs> right, boys. nat 20s. But you guys probably have higher initiative Royce bonus.
2: <laughs> bonus.
3: No? Oh, the higher initiative Royce. bonus. Yeah. But not... Well, I don't know. I rolled terrible. Terrible. How terrible? What did you get, Dal Griffith? Uh, I got a 19. 19.
4: Nestor coin? Uh, Nestor got a 24. 24 for Nestor. Metronon? 25. 25 for Metro. What is your initiative bonus? Uh, plus 9. Plus 9. All right. And what about
6: Baron? 22. Ooh. Low roll, Baron? Yeah, uh, seven. Not, 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 not awful, but it's below optimal for sure. This is happening.
4: <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we're doing this. We're doing this. <laughs> I first of all want to give a huge shout out to our good buddy, Mr. David Winters, uh, who helped create. Captain Hagen for me. <laughs> uh we've been going back and forth uh a little over a week uh making him uh, as awesome as he is
6: and uh I'm pretty excited. Have a guess, have a guess out there. Uh musketeer is uh archetype used on this guy.
4: Ooh, interesting guess.
0: We'll find out and they're digging your grave. I can't help but notice
6: that the map has suddenly changed. Yeah,
5: there's some occlusion happening. There's a cold front. Well, they move in. the tables out they of the They shove the tables out of the Yeah. Ah, okay. <laughs> so
4: I just laid some tiles on top okay. to make it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's
5: all just open space. Yeah, it's all wide open I love space, the thought yeah. of like, them. it's like we're giving these speeches, they're like grinding these chairs and tables across the floor. Yeah. Like,
2: And I'll tell you another thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I see the king. I just want to clear up who's who in the room. Right. And then we've got a Frost Giant over on the west side. That's uh, Lieutenant, one of the lieutenants?
4: No, no. So the two fire giants that are, everyone fire, that's on the wall. I mean is, fire giants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, You've got a lieutenant um, to the left, a lieutenant to the right. Uh, this would be Captain Hagen uh, also to the uh, the right side of the table. And then, of course, the king in the back. It is Captain Hagen's turn. Um, the king who is starting uh, roughly 145 feet away from us. Yeah, why am I in the front? Yeah, you guys, you know, <laughs> I just placed you in the room. I will say you can rearrange yourselves the way you would like right now um, because you guys didn't move into the room, so I just dragged you over. Just stay within that area there. I'll stay in the back.
0: Yeah, I'll too. I'll move to the back.
4: <laughs>
6: <laughs> oh, perfect. It's in a weird... Uh, kind of 45 degree diagonal unlike a lot of our maps so it just feels strange looking at it but uh, well it's nice to die in a strange place i think
4: (laughs) the captain has a gun and he's ready for fun he is oh let's see as the crow flies 135 feet away from baron who is standing at the head of the group as, as well he should be. He's a badass. He just delivered all those six speeches. Um, all right, so you're out of, uh, let's see, oh, one, two, three of my range increments, I guess. Uh, yeah, you're out of, that's, that's that'd be a minus a minus six to uh, its attack. Let's throw on rapid shot like uh, the former uh, Baron Ashpeak used to do before his untimely death in episode 253. Uh, Is Hagen a
6: time traveler as well? You know, I guess i I'll put on old
4: Deadly Aim as well, uh-huh. uh, just to see uh, what's going to happen here. And uh, let's start taking some
1: shots.
4: <laughs> I can't believe you put a gun in At here. the gunslinger. <laughs> I didn't put the gun in here granted. (laughs) Fair
3: enough. So many emails So many emails ago. 2015.
4: This has been cooking. All right. First attack uh, is going to be... God, I got so much math I have to do here. Uh, This is against flat-footed AC, regular AC. Uh, I didn't put Deadeye on. That's a gunslinger thing. I don't want to bore you guys with all my gunslinger deeds.
0: (laughs) Oh my God! He's a level
4: 14 gunslinger! All right.
6: That is going to be
4: a 22 against flat.
6: That is a miss miss on the first Ooh. attack. other question am i able uh, before my turn to enact a swift action it's been so long since i play that's can a really you do good a point. swift no. when you're flat-footed no you can also only do it on your turn correct yes. okay got it remembering perfect back in the game back in
3: action i think the question is can you do an immediate action when you're flat footed
0: right okay. and i believe the answer to that
4: is no second shot misses as well Okay. Natty four on the die. You, I can't wait until it's- you jam your gun. <laughs> Natty four is not a misfire with you. No. Oh wow. No, he misfires on a one and a two with this particular gun. Jeez. Uh This is brutal. Two misses. Does he have alchemical johns? He does. So he'll just reload real fast. I do this thing called rapid reload, which is pretty sweet. I don't want to bore you with gunslinger things. Do you know guns crit times four? Quick cue. Quick cue. How can he can use alchemical cartridges
3: And doesn't expand the the threat range of his Because uh, isn't that what happens you When know. you use alchemical cartridges You expand the threat range of jamming the weapon
4: You do It goes from a 1 to a 2
6: Okay. Pistol is a 1, it goes to a 2 Pistol is normally 1 to 3 I think Or 1 to 4 All right. And then you reduce it to 3 Listen, you tell that to David Winters <laughs> and,
4: <laughs> and archives of death. He's not
1: here! <laughs> and our lives are on the line!
4: No, pistol is a 1, it doubles to 2 um, So... Here we go. Plus, this thing has so many properties on it, it would make your this head Is this your spin. third shot? Yeah, I got four. with Four rapid shots, go. right? Okay. Uh, but my, my chances are going down here. I don't like that, that the first two missed. I thought one of those would hit. It did not. All right, here we go. That might be the 124 against
6: flat. Miss.
4: Oh.
3: Whoa. Whoa. Whoa! This
4: is like oh, a duel. Bro. This
3: is a duel.
6: Yeah. Yeah. Is a duel. It's Imagine, he just yeah. pulled this
1: up. <laughs> Boom! But this is a dawn.
6: Uh, the, uh, I do need to clarify, though, it is a hit if he is not a giant subtype. Is he a giant subtype? He's very much of the giant. Oh! Oh! He's Captain Hagen the Giant, after all.
4: <laughs> uh, okay. He's known
1: amongst his people <laughs> as Captain Hagen the Giant. <laughs> oh, what
4: a kick in the wiener to miss. Well, I got one more shot, but I imagine it's got to be a nat 20. Uh, lowest chance to hit. Come on, nat 20. Twi- I wasted them all on initiative. Uh, uh no, that is a uh, that is not even about yeah. money. These guys are
6: just like boom,
5: boom, 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 <laughs> yeah. boom, boom, boom. they all hit the back wall, Kicking yeah. <laughs> kicking up,
6: pave dust. I actually brought a human diplomat in the back with a smoking pipe who just watched that and went, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Mm, most impressive. <laughs> most impressive.
4: Uh, Captain Hagen takes four shots just boom, 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 boom. <laughs> they all fucking miss. Classic pulp fiction moment. And now it is Metra's turn.
0: My worst nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh Metra is given that there's a gun in the fight, Metra is gonna cast particulate form on all of us. Yes!
5: <laughs> okay,
0: talk to me about particulate form again. Uh, all of our bodies turn into uh a, we're composed of now countless particles that separate and reconnect to remain whole so we all gain fast healing too we are immune to bleed critical, critical hits sneak oh. attacks and other p- forms of precision damage oh huge
4: and for how long
0: uh, this will be for 14 rounds. Oh, wow. And if, might go 14. So any of you, if you're in, any of you are in trouble, you remember you can dismiss the effect as a swift action. You will immediately regain 5d6 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> but, you lose, but you lose all of the immunities. Oh, I'll definitely do that. Um, okay. Uh, and then with the Quicken Metamagic Rod... <laughs> uh, ooh, I got so many choices here. <laughs> I love Hold the, on a second. The Quicken Metamagic...
3: Just to keep you honest, that is... Has three uses a day? Yes, I've used one. Okay, so we got two left. Okay. Two left. Okay.
1: Yikes!
3: Uh, Make sure you save one, because this isn't like the final combat. I know. Uh, okay. Oh, man. The rod. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is the final combat. <laughs> <Sure. Use them laughs> so
0: then uh, Metro will then use the quick and metamatic rod. Oh, I have so many ideas. <laughs>
3: Dude, I, I would not play anymore. If I was a 14th level
4: sorcerer, I'd be like, I quit. See ya. <laughs>
3: yeah, I can't. I,
4: how can, looking at that slate of choices. Well, you know what, though? Okay, yo, because you can't. You just cast spontaneously, right? So you can play any spell. Anything. Yeah.
3: And the added weight that, like, if you're wrong, we
5: all die and it's on mm-hmm. you. That's just a lot of pressure.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, that is a lot of pressure. Thanks, Joe.
5: Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is a monumental decision you're about to make, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well I hope you enjoy this one because I'm going to cast deeper darkness on <gasps> baron oh on Auradic, his armor
4: all right now how what is the radius on that 60 foot radius <laughs> 60 foot radius so that's going to put all of you in darkness but yes. it also you guys are affected by it as well we all have we dark all nerd. have darkness except Nestor. Mm. But deeper darkness... I thought,
0: I, thought we, I thought we cleared this up, that Nestor has the goggles or he, something. He does not. Jimmer has the goggles. Oh, uh, okay.
4: Spell function is darkness, except that objects radiate darkness is a 60-foot radius, and the light level is lowered by two steps. Bright light becomes dim, normal becomes darkness. So it is darkness over there. Um, areas of dim, it wasn't dim. Functions like darkness, but creatures would... But... ah. Key sentence: This functions like darkness, but even creatures with dark vision
6: cannot see within the spells. Oh
0: right, yeah. Oh, you don't right. want deeper darkness. I want, you just want darkness.
6: darkness. Yeah, okay, regular darkness it is. So that's it's twenty feet. 20 that feet. still might complicate things a lot for Nesser, but twenty feet good. Twenty feet inside. I just want to. I just want to like for this round, while we have to, they're probably going
0: to go first. I want to create any chance, like any, make us invisible, make us invisible for as long as possible. I love it, and it fits Metris so well. Yeah, so regular darkness.
4: Regular darkness. Uh, okay. All right. So that will uh, affect both of us. But uh, you do—you uh, basically created this uh, cloud in there. And so can they not even target you because they can't see you? Correct. Right. They have to run up in there and get busy. Uh, well, it is King Tytarian's turn. Uh, and uh, he is Very upset that Captain Hagen has Embarrassed him by missing yeah. all four Shots that, can, was, that I, was really
6: embarrassing I can also barely see him at The other edge of the map at 37% Zoom <laughs> this is how big this Room is <laughs> I know I'm, t- I'm way too Far zoomed out to uh,
4: have this Be enjoyable that's but... so funny Grant I am exactly At 36% zoom
3: oh.
6: Looking at
4: the fight
3: because he is that's the Yeah he's all the way in the other corner it's
4: Zoom crazy. bros Zoom bros <laughs> Uh, Alright, run allows you to what? Move uh, four times your speed?
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, Good thing they moved those tables.
4: And
6: are we counting these as diagonals right now? Because we're going... This is so confusing. Yeah, just
4: use the... This is set up to Pathfinder, okay. uh, the map. So if you use the, um, the arrow thing, it should be... Yeah, it is correct. So this is what King Titarian is going to do. He is going to run at you. Full speed. Like a f***ing boss. (laughs) I have to put my finger on the screen uh, just so I can remember where 120 feet is. And then slide the king over. Uh, He runs directly at you, letting out a war cry as he does. Ah! Ah! Halbert in hand. So now with that run, uh, that's a full round action, right? Yes. Okay, he has now closed the distance considerably. He's right at the edge of the darkness, uh, 20 feet away from Baron. Um, wow. Yeah. But Baron is in darkness. It is Nestor Coin's turn. Okay,
5: so can I see objects that are outside of the darkness, even if I'm standing in the radius of it? No. Oh. I, I, I yeah,
0: you, oh. you are, I'm always very confused about that, was, that particular fine yeah. point.
5: Like if I'm in a, a completely dark room and someone's standing outside in a lit room, I can see them. Uh, all
4: right, looks like here. Yeah, this makes sense. While you're in darkness. You're blinded. You're effectively yeah. blinded, uh, but so. you gain the concealment from being in
0: darkness. Right. See, this is the problem with waiting nine months. Because if I had, I have dark vision as a spell that lasts for hours. Yeah. So if we, I had known that, I would have buffed Nestor before we went in.
5: And I was thinking, like, I because Jimmer had. I was thinking about the goggles because Jimmer had them, and I was looking at it yesterday, I was like, oh, I don't. But then, like today, I forgot, and it was like I was thinking uh, I had dark vision and then I don't, which is like, and this is what sucks because if. Uh, Nestor knows that. Like, Nestor wouldn't have gotten into this situation and not said anything. Right, right. But right. I don't, I'm not Nestor. I'm just representing him like a fucking lawyer, a shitty lawyer. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. So now it's just like this fucks up the whole combat because now I'm blind. While you know? in this darkness spell. Now, right, she or, so, darkness or I expose myself and then I'm completely out in the open and away from. From Metra or anyone else that can help you, but I think we can all agree it's hundred percent Matthew's fault, right? We're we're putting this all in Matthew. No, right? it's no. I mean, it's at least half Matthew's fault.
4: I'd say fifty-five. percent <laughs> <laughs> The goggles belong to the mountain now. Uh,
1: this is what a, does that mean?
5: this is a tough. This is a tough decision. Yeah, and it sucks too. Bec- I mean, this is the boss fight too. Yeah. And to make a mistake like that really, really sucks. So, I'm sorry, am
0: I mean, it is my fault. I should have checked
5: Um, Shit, I don't know So, I mean, should we Should we abandon my plan and just That's the thing too I can't even get a full check off because I have to move to get out of this area So, should we You want to delay? Oh, no, but, because I, I have to move anyway. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. because otherwise, I I can't shoot at anything. So, um,
6: I'm I'm kind of agreeing with the beginnings of what you're saying there about changing tactics to just taking down the king. If that's yeah, I mean, if he's going
5: to run up here, then I, we might as well. But that's the thing too: if he enters the if he enters the sphere to attack you guys, then I can't I can't shoot at him anyway. It's going to change Metro's turn, basically. Well,
4: you know, I I don't think, the more I think about it, I don't think you guys should be punished for just forgetting about this, uh, thinking you had the goggles. How long does Dark Vision last? Hours. Hours. So I'm not going to punish you for not remembering that. Um, But know this. I will
5: punish you in other ways. Okay, so don't worry you, because I'm sure the, the fans will punish us too.
4: Yeah, no, I mean that's so. it's It's one thing to be like, oh, I, I really wish I'd cast such and such." This it would something. have been perfect in this situation, right? That's right. a totally different thing from like just something that you forgot because we haven't played in nine months. Right, right. Uh, so uh, I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Thank you, thank yeah. you.
6: I, I, I thank you, and I want to say I'm glad you're going really hard on those apples and just calling them bullshit, taking out your <laughs> anger there because I am appreciate. I appreciate the, the, the apples. As I told yeah. my wife,
4: I will never. Never get Honey Crisp apples again
6: <laughs> I felt the same way dude I got them and not only
0: were they a little Mealy they were a little sour I'm back to Gala dude no. nothing worse than Amelia
4: Macintosh
3: all the way I Ooh. had a Macintosh Fresh off the tree this fall That just blew my mind I'll like, say this is one of the most amazing things I've ever tasted. There's no greater apple.
4: Don't listen to what anybody no, tells
3: you.
0: The best apple is a Granny Smith. No, oh, no, God. that's the front door of all yeah. apples. It's the best. It's the best baking apple, and I have yet to have a tartar apple.
3: Well, yeah, if you, you like it. tart, yeah, exactly. Tart. He
0: comes in here and he eats uh, sour patch kids by the dozen. Right, of course, he's going to like Granny Smith. Your tongue is ruined. I mean, I, I will say I actually do love Honey Crisp, and I
6: my, they are generally not mealy the ones I've had. But I got a bad batch. Well, I think I don't want to uh, uh, swage and, and and demean all Honey Crisp. I tell
4: you this right now, if you want a fresh Honey Crisp, don't come visit in the
0: La Valley house. <laughs> <laughs> They've been bad. <laughs> I'm going to have to write a letter to thank those
6: Honey apples for this sacrifice. <laughs> so, what, what level spell are you losing now? That changes. That's the level two, on a two. It's right? a level two spell. Okay. Okay. Uh, wow.
4: All right. So, Nestor, uh, that changes things. You have dark vision. Where this is not deeper darkness, you can see him. He cannot see you. They, okay. You can see all of them,
5: right? Um, can I do before I attack? Can I do a knowledge local on those fiery dwarves? See what their deal is. Uh, yeah,
4: yeah, absolutely. Um, let me see. I, I think it's actually going to be a knowledge planes. Oh, okay. um, I don't know if you have that, but let me just make sure I'm choosing the correct. I'm almost positive, yeah. No. Well, let me
5: Wait, do a Nas local on on the King, then. See if there's anything. Okay. Uh, that is... And it's with studied... I'm um, studying targets, so... Do, 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 that is a 35. 35.
4: Uh, I can give you one piece of useful information. Huh. Man. Isn't it such a weird thing, like... Uh, you're like that king. What do I know about that king? Like, it yeah. you, did you hear it throughout the well you know, legends? Yeah, legends Any of king. Titanian. Legends are stories, right? While well, while we'll hanging out in taverns across the way, you're like, you know, I did hear uh, about the king. Let me you, ask you this: you only get one chunk. Is there something specific you would like to know? A realm?
5: Oh, bleh. um, geez, something that he can that 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 would help us protect be protected against something that he does something that he special attack that he has that we could uh, avoid okay um hmm. or a
4: weakness if that isn't the thing right i mean this dude gives me a headache looking at how much shit he has um (laughs) so i want i want to really help you out here because uh this is already harder hard enough all right He has a special power that allows him to make an attack of opportunity against a foe that moves into any square threatened by him, regardless of whether or not that movement would normally provoke an attack of
0: opportunity. Moves into any square. Mm -hmm. So basically, anyone anyone tries to get near him, he gets an attack of opportunity for free.
5: That's truly awful. (laughs) Okay. So So you
4: just see something in his gate or heard something about him in the past.
5: I think it's more with Nestor because the study target, yeah, there's just something about him, like lo- studying him. It was just like I can see something in the way that he moves or carries himself that I would I would guess
4: that. So His archetype. I don't know why everyone isn't building this archetype. I, 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 I've never heard it, I'm sure of some what? of you had, of what he is. Of what class? I'll tell you next time. Okay,
5: <laughs> so Nestor shouts that out in Galarian terms. And <laughs> I am going to, all right, so study target, and I'm going to do a full attack. First off, many shots. Come on. Ooh, okay, that is 37 to hit. 37 hits.
3: Okay. 37 just hits. I'll be like, just scrapes
5: back. Yeah! No! Uh, that's 59 points of damage. Oh, that's that many shot, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. With sneak attack? Uh, with sneak attack. So, okay. So, second attack. Uh, that so now is, you're technically visible, even though you're yeah, in the darkness. Yeah, my, the invisibility is dispelled, but I'm still in darkness. So you still get the sneak attack, right? Um, yeah, yes. Yeah, actually, yeah. Oh, that's true. Okay, so second attack is... That is a 36. 36 is a hit. Okay. And let's see. That is another 33 points of damage. Okay,
4: and this is all regular physical.
5: Uh, that is um, four points of electricity. Seven, seven total points of electricity. Okay, okay, and final attack—the one that always misses. Yep, it misses.
4: Uh, Twenty. Okay, hell of a hell of a start, though. Yeah. Uh, against the it king.
5: away, dude. <laughs> you gotta do it. Jeez, the uh,
4: bold king who rushed into battle. It is barren. Ash Peak's turn. Oh, 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 oh,
6: oh, 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 shit. Baron will take a five foot step backwards. He's currently 20 feet as the crow flies uh, away from the king. He wants to make sure that that is not within probably a freaky giant's range. Mm-hmm. Freaky that, giant takes that five foot step back, does a swift action, raises his hands to the heaven through this mountain's crust, and says, Torag, it is time now to stand against the forces of Zersvater. Lend me your strength. Lightning crackles through his armor as he is given a judgment of sacred protection.
1: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> He's such a hero,
2: dude. You better
6: live. Better live. I would like to.
2: I know Matthew's trying to kill us all, but you better live.
6: <laughs> and he will unleash a full attack action uh, against uh, the king. <laughs> Hopefully, he doesn't have bullet Dude, bullet protection. If or something.
3: you crit three times, you can just kill him. Let's hope.
4: Round one. Question for you: oh, no. If the creature has low light vision or dark vision, is he? Can he see you? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So no sneak attack damage.
0: He has the, dark vision? He would have taken sneak attack on the first one because Nestor was invisible. Right. Yeah.
3: Um, King Titarian has dark
4: vision? Well,
0: that changes things.
4: Okay. No shit! Um, so you can ballpark it. What is your sneak attack damage? Uh, it's 46. Okay, so, so the first one would have
5: went through, and the second one? Uh, yeah, first one went through, and then the third one would probably have, have been, we'll say six. Okay, uh,
4: so not a lot, but yeah. uh, he can see you. Yeah. So take that into account, Baron. You're hitting. You're going against Touch AC. Anyways.
6: Beautiful. Eighteen on the die. That's a thirty four <laughs> against Touch AC. That is a hit. Okay. Uh, giant subtype. Just confirming. Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> did you get your
3: dice together? <laughs> just, what did you uh, think we were doing tonight?
6: Just confirming. <laughs> I. i, I I've...
0: It's been so long since this has happened. Uh, I There's know. It's
6: amazing.
0: Know.
3: <laughs> since we've had to kill time while Grant
6: <laughs> picks up <out> individual <laughs> dice. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Joe. Uh, that will be a total doing. of uh, 30 points of damage. Okay. And what kind of damage
4: is this? Is all piercing piercing, uh, Pier- or bludgeoning? Bludgeoning. Yeah. Piercing, okay.
6: bludgeoning, both at the same time. Got gotcha. you. Magic for the purposes of uh, DR. DR. Okay. Um, what else do I have? It's Bane damage is the bonus uh, damage. Okay. Um, okay it is fire forged steel which doesn't come into account now but if it were to take enough points of damage with fire i could shoot fire back out of it um sure he takes fire damage i'm sure sure okay Uh, so it's it's just piercing and bludgeoning yes (laughs) correct um long story second, second attack here it comes Natural one.
5: Oh, Oh, I knew it was coming. I I, knew it was coming. Oh, no. Oh, Oh, no.
6: Here's the other thing, because I've had some people come out against me. I don't lie about my fucking dice rolls. (laughs) Can it end right now? No. But it can end next week.
3: (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. no! Dude, we need to know if he confirms, man. (laughs) You gotta confirm next session. That's not up. Valley. That's not.